Hello, this is Kevin Kiley, and welcome to Thursday's After Session, our weekly podcast about events in the California State Capitol. I'm joined, as always, by uh, my chief of staff, William Kolke. Hey, thanks, Kevin. So this Monday, you sent an email update to constituents, updating them as to what the state is doing about the record-breaking storms that we've been experiencing. Last Friday, Governor Brown announced a $437 million plan for flood control and prevention. The most common response we got from constituents to this was, 2014, didn't we pass a proposition that put in $7.5 billion in funding for water infrastructure? Right. And that uh, that really hits the nail on the head. You know, people are seeing these catastrophic failures in our water infrastructure that are imperiling the safety of Californians. They're seeing uh, water uh, being released into the oceans after we've spent all this time conserving water. And the frustration is understandable. I'm frustrated because Californians have expressed their desire to build new water storage to, to remedy this situation. So this sort of thing wouldn't happen with a $7.5 billion water bond, as you said, in 2014. And that money should absolutely be going to new water storage construction projects. Now, the Department of Finance will tell you, well, there's some debate as to whether this money is just for new projects or whether it can also be used for maintenance. But the, the fact is that at least $2.7 billion is eligible for new water storage projects after December 15th, 2016. Um, and it, when, when it comes to how we use those funds, the top priority, in my view, should be Sites Reservoir, a project that's been ready for some time and whose storage capacity was it, Josh? It's yeah. So the proposed Sites Reservoir project, it's uh, is the equivalent of the size of two Folsom Lakes. Yeah, so we really need to get started on this um, immediately. California hasn't built a new water storage project since the 1970s, but during that time, the state population has almost doubled. We have the money through Proposition 1, which voters passed, and we need to start spending it where it's needed. Yeah, and that's just the beginning. On top of that, we're going to need a lot more money for infrastructure maintenance. I think the repairs to the Warville Spillway are estimated to cost around $200 million alone, and we also need to refurbish other dams. Yeah, and some of this money, actually a lot of it, is going to be coming from the federal government. We hope to have more, which is one of the reasons why I've been consistently saying that it's a good idea to build a constructive relationship with the federal government in contrast to some of our uh, friends on the other side of the aisle who have been kind of going out of their way to create conflict. Um, but uh, when it comes to how the federal money and the state money, for that matter, is being used, I think it is important that we always ask ourselves, where is, are the funds actually needed? The high-speed rail project is now pegged at $68 billion in and, and growing. And there's no demonstrated need for that project and no indication that it's even something that's going to be of much help towards transportation in this state. So every dollar that's going to high-speed rail, we should start finding ways to redirect it towards water infrastructure and road repair, as we've talked about in previous podcasts. Absolutely. So uh, switching gears a little bit, we've had people write in about their thoughts on the bar, which is a test that you take to be eligible to practice law in California. And it's a hot topic right now. Um, California has the most difficult bar in the country, actually only second to Delaware. And the passage rates are actually at an all-time low. This is something that uh, members of the Judiciary Committee are discussing, and we are looking at options as to how to remedy the situation. Uh, yeah, thanks, Jen. Uh, and this is part of a nationwide trend across the country. Bar passage rates have been declining, although the trend has been more pronounced here in California. And California already had one of the hardest bars in terms of uh, the passage rates, which is among the lowest 
therapist in the country. So this has raised some concern because, you know, you have folks who are going to law school and who study for three years who take on enormous amounts of student debt in some circumstances, and then they're unable to pass the bar and they're basically, they're unemployable as lawyers. So our committee, the Judiciary Committee, held a hearing a couple weeks ago, which was the right thing to do. And, you know, I think there are legitimate concerns and, and hardships at issue here. And right now, the California Chief Justice is reviewing whether or not standards ought to be lowered. Now, the Judiciary Committee, in fact, has sent a letter saying that while this review is taking place, standards should be lowered now. Yes, several members of the Judiciary Committee have signed this letter to the Chief Justice. I have not. I do not support this measure to lower standards for admission to the bar while we await results of this study into the declining passage rates. My view is that if we're going to study something, like why is it that passage rates are being lowered and should we lower standards, it doesn't make any sense to preordain the outcome of that study to say, well, you know, uh, while we study whether to lower the standard for admission to the bar, we're just going to go ahead and lower the standard for admission to the bar. And then what happens if you ultimately decide that we shouldn't be lowering the standard, then in the interim period, you have all these people who have passed under the lower standard who will then uh, be part of the legal protection uh, profession for 40 years. And one of the purposes of this, of the bar, as a barrier to entry into the profession is, is public protection. So we'd really be undermining that. And then, you know, a final consideration here is there is some evidence that law schools have been lowering their own standards when it comes to admitting students into the law schools. And this is in response to a decline in applications across the country and the you know law schools still want to have the same number of student tuition paying students so that they can keep their revenues consistent so if it's the case that cause of the decline in bar passage rates is that we're letting in uh, students who might not have been admitted to law school in years past, then I'm not sure it's the right move to then lower standards for admission to the bar as a way to kind of reward this behavior among law schools. I certainly think it's premature to do so until we've had a chance to study the issue. So I support studying it, and I want to uh, continue to ask questions about the purpose of the bar and uh, whether um, we are setting standards at the right level. But I oppose this action by many of my colleagues on the Judiciary Committee to preemptively, without study, take a pretty drastic action to lower a standard that's been in place for about 30 years. So I think that's a wrap for the week. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back, of course, uh, next week. And until then, this is Kevin Kiley signing off from Room 4153 in the California State Capitol. <laughs>